0: Welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now let's tune in to this week's message. Well, I wanna welcome one more time, everybody watching right now, River Valley Church Online. Wherever you are, whoever you are, whether you're in Minnesota or around the world, you are a part of our church family. And so thank you for being here. My name is Kirk Graham, and I'm one of the pastors here at the church. And I'm honored to be able to bring the message, uh, bring the word of God today. I'm thankful for our leaders, Pastor Rob and Becca, for leading our church through a season like this. And we're praying for our leaders. We're praying for our pastors. In a season like this, no doubt, leading can be challenging, but I'm grateful for our leaders who are leading with godly perspective, godly vision, and leading us through this time. We love you, and I'm grateful for this moment. And uh, we've got a lot to celebrate. And before I jump into the message, in just a moment, we're going to go to Psalms chapter 100. But we've got a lot to celebrate. God's been doing a whole bunch moving forward his kingdom, even in a pandemic. Since uh, we went all digital as a church, about eight weeks ago, maybe even beyond that, uh, we've seen people giving their lives to Jesus every single week. And can we celebrate, maybe you're in your living room or in your car or out and about, wherever you're watching this, can we celebrate 350 people that have given their lives to Jesus Christ over the last two months? We celebrate life change that's happening even Through a screen, people are saying, this is my moment. Today's my day. I want to give my life to Jesus. I love that, uh, you know, we've had to pivot and go digital. We saw 6,000 people engaged in our conversations groups over the last month. That would have never happened in this time to see that many people engaging with uh, small groups through life groups and, and conversations. And so I love seeing what God's been doing. There was one Wednesday a few weeks ago that our youth ministry, as they are presenting an online experience, they they had 50 brand new teenagers join a digital small group on one Wednesday. These are teenagers that have never stepped foot in one of our campus buildings, but they were added to our small groups. And so we celebrate what God's doing in the next generation Go Kids is providing online content for parents and they're be able to lead their children in a new way in their houses with Go Kids On Demand. We had Sisterhood Night uh, just a, a few weeks ago and we saw we had the largest sisterhood we've ever had uh, seeing people stream in from all around the world. I love what God's been doing. There's a lot to celebrate. River Valley Worship, side note, we just watched one of the, the, the songs from the live recording But side note, we released a brand new album. And as I'm uh, preaching right now, we've seen over 500,000 streams around the world. U.S. being the biggest market, but people are listening uh, next in Japan and South Africa and the United Kingdom. And so we celebrate what God's doing. Even even watching and worshiping to that live video, seeing, seeing the gathering of people. There's something within me that is aching to be back in the room to gather but I love that our digital reach has been expanding the kingdom has been moving forward and will continue to move forward but I do want to say this as we get started and I promise we're going to Psalms 100 we will gather again We will gather again. It's part of the design of the church of Jesus Christ, both to meet in homes, but also to gather. It's a picture of what heaven will look like one day. We will gather again. I'm excited for that day, but we can worship right now. I'd love to jump in here. Psalms chapter 100, verses one through five. Let's read it together. It says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Let's read Colossians 3.16 as well talking about the sound of worship let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms hymns and spiritual songs singing with the grace in your hearts to the lord i love what god's been doing digitally around the world and i love that it's a part of our vision to continue to reach as many people as possible to be on mission to reach people. But missions is not the goal. The reason we do missions is to expand worship, expand the sound of worship, to add people to the kingdom so that we can worship for all eternity. The concern that I have and even the ache in my heart is that even over the last eight weeks or, or beyond that, since this pandemic started, there, there could be a diminishing of the sound of the church of Jesus Christ, and it should be increasing. The song of the church should be increasing. Your voice should be lifted up in worship and praise to God like never before. This is what should happen. No pandemic, no no persecution, no, no sickness, no earthly success should ever suppress the song of the church. I want to talk about the sound of worship and even more specifically, the title of this message is Warm Up Your Voice. Warm up your voice. Let's pray one more time as we go. Jesus, we thank you for these moments together. Lord, I thank you that you are expanding your kingdom. Even in crisis, you're expanding your kingdom. More people are coming into relationship with you. And I thank you for that. But Lord, I pray that we would be encouraged today to lift up our voice, to not lose our sound, to not lose our song, but to sing in victory, to sing in worship with everything we've got. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh no, we're talking about singing. This is... This, this is not for me. Listen, I didn't grow up in a singing family. It's not. I, this is not for me. I get a little bit nervous. Maybe I, I think about the movie Sister Act, where, where the guy, the, the guy was like, la 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 la. And, you know, and, and he's like, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit timid. You know, and, and the the teacher, she's like, you, come on, you, you got to start singing, it's coming out of the shell. And I think for you watching. Whoever you are, a part of your call as a Christ follower is to lift up your voice, to sing worship. You got to let it go. We got to shake the rust off of our voices in singing. Again, I'm I'm thinking about myself, a pastor in this church. I I think I've gotten a little bit lackadaisical with my worship. And I think it's something that God wants us to step into. And, and, And when you join the family of God, you are joining a singing family. And it's part of our call. I want to talk about three reasons why lifting up our voice matters. Every single person listening, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, lifting up your voice is a part of God's design for you as his follower, for you as the church. It's what he longs for. It's what he loves. And there's three reasons. The first one is I just said it. God loves to hear your voice. The the house of God, when we gather, was called the house of worship. And, and, and even there's another title called the House of David. Why would, why would the church and the gathering spot be called the House of David? It's because of what was happening in the tabernacle of David. When, when they would meet and they would gather, they would start to sing songs. The House of David had worship going seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Worship was constant and this is what should flow out of us. The tabernacle of David was not something fancy. In fact, it was just a tent. But God didn't care what it looked like on the outside. He loved what was happening on the inside. I want to encourage all of us to be thinking about what's happening on the inside. But let's bring it out. We need to begin to lift up our voice. We're joining a singing family and God loves your voice. Second thing is singing to the Lord and lifting up your voice is an act of spiritual warfare. It pushes back the darkness. The atmosphere changes when we sing in worship and praise to God. The atmosphere in your home can begin to change. The atmosphere in your family and your relationships can begin to change. As you lift up your voice, it doesn't matter that we're not in our buildings right now. We can sing wherever we're at. Maybe somebody needs to get in their car, turn on altars, the, the River Valley worship album, crank it up, and let it rip. Again, we need to lift up our voice. It's an act of spiritual warfare. The, the atmosphere changes. David, uh, b- before he was king, he would go and play uh, music to Saul when he was being tormented by evil spirits. And it says that when he would play music, those evil spirits would succeed. They would they, they would leave. It changes the room. It changes the atmosphere. But not only that, it helps us gain ground. I think about uh, lifting up a shout of praise in the walls of Jericho. If you read in Joshua chapter 6, the walls of Jericho, they're marching around the walls and they lift up a mighty shout unto God and they start blowing horns and they're making a victorious noise, but it helped them gain ground. This is what worship and singing to the Lord can do. When we sing the to the Lord, chains can be broken. There are real difficulties that people are facing right now. And you might be watching saying, listen, I've never gone through something like this. I've never faced this before. I'm I'm really struggling. And And let me encourage you, begin to lift up your voice in faith and in victory, knowing that God is with you. He sees you. He is for you. He will bring you through this. And ultimately, this is not our home. We sang it just a minute ago. This is just a hallway to eternity in heaven. But chains can begin to break. I think about Paul and Silas. When they were in prison, they began to sing. It says at midnight, they began to lift up their voice. Acts chapter 16. And as they sang, an earthquake came. And not only their chains were let loose, but every prisoner in that prison was freed in that moment. And it brought salvation to the jailer and his family. This is what worship can do. Let's not let anything diminish our voice in worship to the Lord. It encourages also to give, uh, have people give their lives to Jesus. I think about the atmosphere of worship, the atmosphere uh, when we begin to sing and, and we begin eventually when we gather in our buildings again, there's an atmosphere, there's something different. I believe God's getting ready to do something. Not only has he been doing something around the world through digital reach and all of that, but he's getting ready to do something when we no longer take for granted the ability to gather as the church, to do what he's called us to do, to lift up a shout of praise together, to worship together. There will be a different expectancy. There will be a different uh, asking and seeking and God, would you move? And in that atmosphere, not only will we see miracles happen and healing happen and God working like never before, but we're going to see people that walk in for the first time and they feel that atmosphere. They they, they sense something is different. The spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm that our eyes can see. And there's something different. I believe that atmosphere, like never before, is going to draw people into the kingdom of God. It's going to draw people into saying yes to Jesus. It's not just about a sermon. It's not just about an altar call. But in the atmosphere of people worshiping Jesus with everything that they've got, people are going to say, I need this. This is real. I want in on this and I'm excited. So we got to warm up our voice. Let's begin to warm up our voice right now. Not just not just for getting back into our buildings, but we need to warm up our voice because of all it does in regards to pushing back the darkness and opening our eyes to what God's doing and the truth of who God is. Number 3, as I wrap up, the third thing that singing, why does this even matter? Like can I just hum along? Can I just can I just sit back like, you know, my, my wife, she's the singer. My, my kid, they, you know, they love singing. It's great. No, this is for all of us. We, we got to lift up our voice because of the third thing. It builds within us a prophetic expectancy for what is to come. So we need to begin right now to warm up our voice. Warm up our voice in singing. Let's not just sit back on the couch and, and watch worship happen. I wonder if the the last two months has been an opportunity for us to learn how to lead ourselves in worship. An opportunity, mom and dad, to be able to lead your family in worship like you've never done before. Let's begin to... warm up our voices. Let's turn our homes into places of worship, knowing this is building expectancy of what God is going to do. There will be a day that we get to go back into our buildings and it's going to be incredible. And I believe God's going to do something like never before. They say we're living in unprecedented times, but I believe God is ready to do something far more unprecedented for his kingdom. He's doing it around the world digitally right now. It's causing churches and pastors and ministry leaders to think differently about reaching the world. But also, he's gonna pour out something brand new on his church when we get to gather again. It's both and, in our homes, digital around the world, but it's as we gather again. Let's start to build the expectancy right now, not just for when we gather, but what heaven's gonna look like. It's funny, the house of David... You know, there, there was a promise that God made. He said, I'm going to restore this type of worship. He's talking about the house of David, the tabernacle of David. I'm going to restore this type of worship. And through the line of David, prophesying, saying, Jesus is coming. It's going to be through the line of David. It's going to bring about salvation. And there's going to be eternity in heaven where this type of worship is going to happen forever and ever and ever. And what are we going to sing? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. I'm excited for that day and I'm building expectancy within myself. I want to be there now. I want to do that now. But what's awesome is Jesus said, on earth as it is in heaven, Let's not wait for heaven. Let's not wait to go back into our buildings. Let's do this right now. Let's begin to warm up our voice in singing, in worship, and praise to God. It matters. It's part of the call of being a Christ follower. God loves your voice, it ministers to Him. It pushes back the darkness and opens up eyes to the spiritual new life that they can have in Jesus Christ. But it also builds an expectancy. I don't know about you, I'm excited to gather again. I'm excited for heaven, but I'm excited right now to leave myself in worship, to leave my family in worship, and to see God do something we've never seen before in our families, in our church, and around the world. As we close, there's people here watching. And you're listening to this saying, I'm new here, I don't, I like what you're saying, it's fine, but how do I get involved in this? This isn't just for the people that are singers. This is for everybody. The Bible says that we've all fallen short. We've all missed the mark of God's perfection, His glory, and we needed forgiveness of our sin. There's no amount of, can I try harder? Can I do more? No, we we can't. We needed a way. We needed a Savior. So God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, from heaven to earth, and he lived the perfect life that we could never live. He walked on this earth. He did many miracles, and he died on a cross paying for our sin, paying for your sin, for my sin. He rose again on the third day, and Jesus is alive and well right now. Wherever you are, wherever you're watching this, Jesus is alive and well right now, and he's offering you forgiveness of sin. He's offering you eternity in heaven with him. He's offering you the invitation. Join the family, join the family. How do you do it? You gotta believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. It's funny, you gotta use your voice to enter the family. Lift up your voice, confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord of your life. The Bible says you'll be saved. So i love to just end with a prayer No matter where you are, would you repeat this prayer after me? Say, dear Jesus, I know I've sinned. I know I've fallen short. Please forgive me. Today I receive your gift, the free gift of salvation. Jesus, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. Today I choose to follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody said amen all around the world. Say amen. And let's celebrate people coming to the kingdom. If you made that decision today, would you text the words now what to the number 94,000? Now what to 94,000? We'd love to follow up with you. We'd love to celebrate with you and help resource you in your next steps in your relationship with the Lord. As we get ready to worship and close out this service with some more songs, how about you lead yourself in worship? How about you lead your family in worship and lift up your voice. Let's get it warmed up for what God's gonna do even right now.